Caden's pinched features had vanished, replaced by a satisfied smirk as she waved a fork in front of her face. Marie's stunned expression was no less comical. Enjoying that? Maybe he hadn't been successful in keeping his groans of appreciation to himself. Very good. He swallowed the large bite still in his mouth. Just like you said, tastes better than it smells. And somehow that was true. So light, yet filling. The cinnamon roll triggered every one of his taste buds, then circled back around and hit them again just because it could. You make these? She looked mildly affronted. I sure didn't buy them at the grocery store. He nodded. I was afraid so. Caden's smirk turned into a full-blown smile. Oh, she knew what she'd done. Now that he'd had one of her cinnamon rolls, he was hooked. There'd be no settling for store-bought. And the chances of him making one himself? No one in their right mind would take those odds. All white teeth and captivating dimples, she held out the fork. He shook his head, gesturing with his already sticky fingers. No use now. The roll disappeared in two more bites, just as Marie looked up from the pages before her. Mr. Derute was very clear in his email that you'd be arriving tomorrow. Her voice softened and her eyes followed that lead. That sounded about right. Garrett probably saw the island in Prince Edward Island and thought that he was sending Adam to Fiji, where it was already tomorrow. And I don't have any rooms open until then. Marie sighed out the last word. He shrugged, his gaze fallen on the three remaining rolls. What would it take for you to send the leftovers with me? A pop of air, which sounded suspiciously like a laugh, escaped from Caden, and she quickly clamped her lips together as her eyes opened wide. With a wink and a grin that had always gotten him extra brownies at the mess hall, he tried again. I mean... If I have to find another room in town for the night, maybe you'd take pity on a poor traveler who's been on the road for too long. That's just it, Marie said. His grin faltered. This did not sound like the start of an easy acquiescence. There are no other rooms in North Rustico. What do you mean? They're all booked? Caden shook her head. There are no other hotels in North Rustico. Well, slap him silly and call him a fool. He thought he'd given up backwater towns when he left rural Tennessee. But somehow he'd landed in a one-horse town on an island that thrived on tourism. There are some cabins for rent down the road. Caden slipped his plate away as he licked the icing off his finger. He perked up. That'll work. Could you point me in that direction? Marie's frown made the cinnamon rolls he'd just inhaled churn. It's July 1st. Canada Day? And the Crick, I mean, North Rustico, has one of the biggest celebrations in the country. Canada Day? It's like the 4th of July in the States. Marie shuffled her papers together, her fingers nimble. You know, fireworks, national pride, barbecues. 
and vacationers. He didn't even have to form it as a question. Between the Americans dashing north for their own holiday week and the Canadians celebrating on the island, the place was full. There's nothing available for miles. Probably nothing between here and halfway to Charlottetown. His stomach sank, and he massaged the spot above his ear that was wrapped to burst. Brilliant. Perfectly brilliant. He'd hopped a cab that morning from the Charlottetown airport to the Rustico boardwalk, the one that the driver hadn't been able to shut up about. And he'd been right to rave. The morning sun reflecting on the blue harbor sparkled brighter than any sapphire on earth, and the easy clap of the waves set his pace at half his usual. Green trees and lush grass lined each side, and then there was the sand along the shore. It wasn't